0: Hi, this is Karina Ganter's host of Behind the Pen. You're listening to the audio podcast. Enjoy. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Behind the Pen. It's still now Pod Promo. I can't remember what day I'm on. It's totally gone now. I know I've got a few days left. Um, everything's going well. I hope you're enjoying the episode. So please uh, make sure you pop over to Apple where you can review the podcast. Um, I'm your host, Karina Gantis. I'm an award winning author of 14 books, an award winning filmmaker. I'm a booktuber, YouTuber, and I host the Author this Show on the RT. His first radio network, and of course, I have the beautiful behind the pen podcast and video cast. Today, my special guest is Frey Shalda, and I know I've sp- sp- said that wrong. Shalda, Shalanda. Yes. Shalanda, Shalanda. Oh my God, that's so beautiful. Where does it originate from? Your last name, Polish. Oh wow! What side was that on?
1: On my father's side.
0: Shalanda I'm going to use that for a main name for a character in my books (laughs) maybe I'll change the name that she's got now Verity which means truth but I might take it to Shalanda because it's so beautiful yeah Shalanda's going to be my next story okay um (laughs) everyone knows now that you're a writer so I've given that away (laughs) normally Mm -hmm. I say what do you do with your pen but you are you are a writer what is it you write Faye?
1: Uh, Mostly I've been writing poetry. Um, I do several different uh, styles of of poetry and I've written a couple of short stories, uh, one which I have uh, submitted to Writers of the Future to see if uh, I can get some uh, some notice there.
0: Oh lovely, well good luck with that. I submitted something there, it didn't pan out but uh, it's a it's a really good place if they accept you that's uh, quite an honor what was it um what genre was it you wrote in what's the story
1: about uh the story was about um theus who is a agent of karma and he's sent out into the world to give people their just desserts and um another agent of uh the universe the uh chagai they uh decide to go against the universal rules and start their own cults and Theus is challenged to go and and go and find out what's going on and shut down the cults
0: wow, and that's a short story,
1: yeah, how many words uh, just over seven thousand
0: wow that's that's I think you could do a book using that plot seriously wow um so. Was that a theme that they gave you and then you wrote to it, or was it something that you just wanted to get out of you because you've had that idea for a while?
1: I'd had the idea for a while, and, um, you know, I'm a very spiritual person, so I uh, wanted to get something out there uh, on paper uh, about what I thought about the universe.
0: Oh, wow, that's beautiful. And do you do that in your poetry, talk about uh, spiritual stuff?
1: A little bit of spiritual. Mostly I talk about mental illness and the thoughts of being broken or, or, or a broken world.
0: Wow, that's very deep. Is that because of something you've experienced yourself?
1: Yes, I have mental illness myself and I uh, go through daily struggles and I have PTSD. So um, I like to talk about that and express how I'm feeling and how I see the world.
0: PTSD for those that have never heard of that term, what is it?
1: Post-traumatic stress disorder.
0: And what caused that? If you don't mind me asking.
1: Um, that was due to a sexual assault back in when I was a teenager.
0: Wow, and it still it still affected you even to this age now.
1: To this age, yeah, it did, and also my marriage didn't help.
0: Hmm did you did you have therapy or did you use your own therapy through your writing
1: i use mostly my own therapy through my writing and i have gotten a little bit of therapy here unfortunately uh, even though we have healthcare here in canada uh, therapy is something that is not covered Um, So you have to pay for it yourself.
0: Yeah, Uh, that's like that over here for everything. Any doctor you have to pay for privately over here in Greece. But um, I understand completely about uh, stuff that's happened in my past. I've got through it by either writing and killing off all those people that hurt me or um, just getting uh, therapeutic therapy by letting it all out Um, It's like writing it down. It's like talking to somebody and you know, you're talking to the reader and you're letting everything out. I mean, they don't have to know that it's about you. It's a story, you know, but it's Mm -hmm. so therapeutic to, to finally get that release. I mean, it doesn't go away, but I think it helps.
1: Definitely. It definitely helps me uh, getting it out on paper and um, talking about it. So, I do honestly talk about my struggles um, and anybody to anybody that'll listen to it, because if I can help one person understand yeah. um, or somebody who's struggling themselves feel better about themselves, then I've done something good with what I've gone through.
0: Yeah. So so when you say mental illness, is there anything else or is that that PDSC um, that you
1: no, said? Um, I'm borderline personality disorder. Mm
0: hmm. You you were. Were you born with that? I mean, how old were you when you were told you had that?
1: um, Well, I didn't get officially diagnosed until uh, my late forties. Wow. Um, But um, I've had it all my life. Um, Just basically struggled in silence. Um, It's been a long process figuring it out because i always knew i had anxiety and depression mm-hmm. but um i'm what's called a quiet borderline and instead of instead of exploding outwards i explode inwards
0: i must call some severe depression
1: mm-hmm. so i didn't understand what was going on with me for a long time and doctors mm-hmm. always just thought i was a hypochondriac or oh, you know overstating things so it took a long time to get my diagnosis, and once I got it, I, I put the pieces of the puzzle in place, and I've been dealing with it a lot more efficiently.
0: And did you feel feel after that you finally got uh, the outcome that you were told you had that condition, did it just feel like a big weight off your shoulders?
1: Yes, it is a big weight off your shoulders to understand and to have those pieces of the puzzle being put in place and seeing the big picture of, of what, what you have to go through on a daily basis and what you have to struggle with.
0: I can, I can only imagine with your condition, I, I, if I was writing about it, I, I see I have no idea what it's like, but I would think it was like a person talking to you inside your head giving you mm-hmm. instructions, telling you what to do, giving you advice. But it's, it's like you're carrying another person inside of you because you said you don't let it out. So that second personality doesn't come out to other people. It stays in. Yeah. Oh, got it right then. <laughs> that was just a, That's just how I would have. Uh, if I was writing something like that, that's how I would have put it. The voices within, and it reminds me so much of um, what I'm writing at the moment, which is um, uh, a wolf shifter, where the person's human, but they have a wolf inside them, and the wolf sometimes comes out, which is anger. Um, and he has to control the wolf inside so he, he doesn't let it out unless it's time to go on a run and turn into the actual wolf itself but that sounds so similar of, of trying to um stop that person from from coming out and and uh, showing their anger and i mean oh god i can only imagine having voices and and how how do you just ignore them? I mean, I have voices in my head for my characters for writing, but to have that happen plus your 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 second um, your personality um, there wow! I, I just imagine the writing now the poetry. I I can understand now that that is actually more effective I think than writing short stories for you because all the emotions come out in poetry.
1: Yeah, they do. A lot of emotions come out in my poetry. Um, I even um, self-published my own uh, book of poetry, 47 pieces, a few years ago. How did that go? It went all right. Although back then I didn't know much about uh, marketing and things like that, so I sold all my copies that I had uh, published, and I'm working on actually trying to put it online now, um, so that people can get an ebook of it, um, and working on a second book of poetry.
0: So, so the first book you only had as a printed copy, and you just gave away. You've never had it as an ebook.
1: I've never had an e-book, but I did sell the copies that I printed.
0: Okay, well, we'll sort, we'll do something about that. We'll get that online as soon as possible. It won't take long. <laughs> um, and then the new one you're working on now is that similar to the poetry that you had in the first book? Or is there a difference?
1: There's a small difference. I've got a few more upbeat poems than I used to.
0: <laughs> Yay! <laughs> no, that's Life really has been good. a little bit better. That's really good because that will show in your poetry that uh, you, you're coping a lot better than you were in the, in the first book. Um, mm-hmm. Can we talk a little bit about the styles for people that um, read poetry but don't understand really the styling of poetry for me? I, I think I do prose, which is like poetry without rhyme for me. And then I do poetry, mm-hmm. which has the rhyming um, words somewhere in it. Um, see, I don't even know how you call the, the stuff. So, so can you tell us a, few, uh, a little bit about the styles?
1: Yes, um, I do uh, traditional metered poetry where you actually rhyme and count out the syllables to make sure they match up on every line. Wow. Um, so I, I do a fair amount of that um, it can be challenging to make the uh, syllables fit
0: yeah because uh, I, I mean I do poetry and I have it rhyming but I've never had to look at syllables because that would yeah my gosh I'd never have a poem <laughs> if I tried doing that what about the next <laughs> or about something else
1: um, I do some prose so yeah, um, yeah I, I love doing some prose and exploring themes. Mm-hmm. Uh, a recent one I did was called Half Full where I, ex- where I explore the, the, the glass half full. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've done prose like that. And then I do something that's kind of my own. Um, I learned about it at a workshop that I did with uh, John and Carol Barrowman. Um, and um, it's called Definition Poetry. Okay, And I take a word um, like um, like inadequate or empty, and I find all the synonyms I can of that word, and then I write out what that word means to me um, to kind of showcase um, what that word is about, but how it fits into my world of mental illness or how I see the world.
0: Mm-hmm. That could I, I could see how that could work. I could probably do that one. Um, but the syllable ones forget it, but definition, <laughs> I mean, if you had a word like empty, um, then it would be black, silence, um, endless,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, deep, hollow, you know, words like that would come out for me for the word empty. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. And I take those words and I put sentences to them to kind of describe what empty is uh, but with um, uh, but with how it means to me. Um, um, it's kind of hard to explain. I think you read one of my uh, definition poems. Probably.
0: <laughs> I don't even remember what I ate yesterday, let alone reading a poem. <laughs> but yeah, um, so I would say um, the hollow blackness sucks me deeper inside. The silence of darkness haunts my mind. Or, or something like that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's me winging it. <laughs> did would that sound about right?
1: That <laughs> sounds about right.
0: It did? Oh. Yeah. Cause yeah. yeah, that really makes you think deep, and, and when you have to think of those words that that come from that one word, um, mm-hmm. and then like you said, put it together, you could really go some some really get out some emotions doing poetry like that. Is that yeah. is that? I mean, you said that you took you learned that from someone else, but have you done a lot of that for for your new book, or did you do it in your old book as well? The definition. I did
1: it. I did it in both books. Um, the workshop that I went to was in 2017. Mm. And um, John Barrowman is, um, for those who are Doctor Who fans, he was Captain Jack.
0: He certainly <laughs> was. He's, he's, uh, yeah, he's, he's yeah. awesome. He's a fantastic guy.
1: Yeah. I didn't know he sister, was into
0: poetry, though.
1: He was um, doing writer's workshops with his sister, who's a uh, university professor of English. Wow! And um, I was fortunate enough to win a spot uh, with uh, submitting some of my writing work and got to spend the weekend with uh, 16 other participants with just him and his sister and his family.
0: Oh, wow. What an experience. Oh, my God. That's something you'll never forget. I am so jealous. So what was it you submitted to actually get that spot?
1: Um, it was part of a short story, actually, that um, I have written um, called Symbiotic. Um, and it's all about uh, alien symbiotes who had come to Earth. And, um, and they, they, they've been l- happily living in Earth and quiet uh, with uh, human hosts. Um, and uh, a bounty hunter comes down to Earth and tries to kill them because they've broken uh, the rules of their homeworld.
0: What was the broken rule they did?
1: Um, by joining the hosts with um, and being um, harmonio- harmoni- uh, being in harmony with the uh, humans instead of taking over the human.
0: Oh, they're supposed to be nasty, but they ended up yeah. being friends with their host. Yeah. Ooh, that reminds me of the host, the film and the book. Um, by uh, what's her name was it was it stephanie myers from twilight who did the host
1: i'm not sure i, I didn't heard of the like movie
0: the, yeah i didn't like the book at all um but the the movie was really good i thought yeah yeah very similar i think but then um the other one as well where they um oh what was it called they find eggs in the swimming pool and they swim in the pool and all these old people suddenly become young again cocoon
1: Cocoon. Yes, I love that movie. Oh
0: my God, it's such a fantastic movie. But uh, when you think of sci-fi like that, what could happen, and what what maybe has happened, we don't know. You know, it's uh, it's uh, it's exciting. I think to think that uh, there are other beings out there on different planets. Do you believe that yourself?
1: Oh yes, yeah, yeah? I believe that um, that there's got to be other life out there. There's just too expansive a universe to not be.
0: Exactly. I don't see little green men, but I'm sure they have their own life force and way of living. I mean, you think of a snail, how boring the life is of a snail, but then that could be the life that is over on another planet. That's what they do. That's how they live. You know, it's Mm -hmm. another life form. It may be boring to us, but that's, that's how they survive. It really makes you think. I'm. Mean, you're making me get really deep and, and thoughtful today. <laughs> what's going on with me? So <laughs> what's the title of your first book then, Faye?
1: It's called Me Between the Lines. Need? Me. 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 Okay.
0: Me. Oh, me. Me Between the Lines. Yeah. Oh, I have a beautiful idea for a cover for that, but I'm sure you yours is beautiful anyway. <laughs> but I just had this vision come up. Um, yeah, we're gonna get that one sorted. Have you got a title in mind for your second one when you finally do it?
1: Um, yeah, my first responders.
0: My first responders.
1: Yeah, okay. I've got a uh, prose that's uh, all about um your first responders of your um, emotions that come in when come to play when a new situation happens.
0: Oh, right. Yeah, I, 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 I get it now. So so the title of the book is going to be after probably the first one in the book, the prose. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Ooh, i to think of a good cover for that one. <laughs> so, so I mean, do you do a lot of writing every day, especially the poetry?
1: Yes, I, I do. Um, I've actually been taking part for the first time in NanoRiMo, so I've been uh, writing a lot of poetry um, every day and um, polished off another short story recently. Um, I also like to journal, so I'm always got something going on, writing down notes about how I feel about something, an idea for a new poem.
0: Wow. And for those that don't know, what is NaNoWriMo?
1: National Novel Writing Month. So it takes place in November, in which you uh, try to get a goal of 50,000 words in uh, a month.
0: Okay, and that's writing a book, whether it's fiction, poetry, you've got to do those words. Yeah. Oh, I don't think that's fair I mean, on poetry because you'd have to do hundreds of poems to reach that. <laughs> that uh, they, they should shorten it for poetry. <laughs> Twenty-five well, thousand.
1: It, <laughs> it definitely takes a little more time to write the poetry and to think it through than it does to just uh, simply type away your scenes.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, what's the new story that you've you've done or you've, you're doing? What's it about?
1: Uh, the new story is going to be a continuation of um, of the one that I did with the uh, Thus and the Karma oh. agents. Are you going to send so, it uh, to the same place? Uh, I'm going to see about shopping it around to see if I can get into an anthology.
0: Hmm. Have you ever been in an anthology before?
1: not yet but i'm looking forward to that
0: (laughs) yeah me too after all these years you think i would but i've got all these short stories laying around and i had i I wrote flash fiction like you've done poetry i was so into flash fiction when i first started and i've got two collections of those um but then i've got these little uh, horror short flash that need to go somewhere um and um I'm actually working on. I mentioned about the the wolf shifters. That's a short story that hopefully will be good enough to go into the first anthology of mine. So not on my <laughs> anthology, but the first one that I'm taking by. So yeah, it's just, it's nice to to think that your work will be published. Um, have you, so apart from the book that was done in paperback, is that still available in paperback?
1: Yeah, I still have copies of it.
0: No, I mean, yeah. can someone go online and actually buy it
1: in um, I'm still figuring that out. So that's a nice I used to no. have it okay. online with a local bookstore. Um, oh, that, you got that to self-publish. back. Yeah.
0: Did you, I mean, have you got your rights back? Has it, uh, was yeah. it? You did, a, all right, brilliant. We'll sort that out as well then. Okay, so we can't direct anyone to see your work at the moment, but where can people find you on social media?
1: I'm on Instagram under Faye Shalanda mm-hmm. and um, you can find me on Facebook under phase War, uh, um, War on Light with Words.
0: War on Life. That's a nice title for a book. Have you got a website that you put some of your stuff on?
1: Not yet. Not yet. I yeah, want as well,
0: then. we are got to get you sorted out, lady. You, you are ready to be out there now. You're ready to be heard to be read and to help people through your writing. And it's about yes. time we uh, we got you published. Um, Faye, it's been wonderful chatting with you. Thank you for your honesty um, about your condition. Um, I'm sure people uh, watching and listening uh, can relate, unfortunately. Um, and uh, I wish you all the best with your writing. Uh, carry on doing what you're doing and good luck with NaNoWriMo.
1: Thank you. Thank you very much for having me.
0: Hey folks, you're listening to the podcast Behind the Pen. Behind the Pen brings you fun and entertaining interviews by amazing creatives. And if you'd like to support and keep the podcast going, you can donate via my Linktree page. That's L-I-N-K-T-R dot e backslash Karina Gantas all small letters. Every dollar helps me share my platform with these amazing artists. Don't forget to follow... Like and review the podcast. Your support means everything.